I'm Audrey, and I'm so glad you're here listening to the podcast, It's Too Wonderful. This show is inspired by Psalm 139, when David writes how God has searched him and knows him fully, and that this knowledge of himself is too wonderful for him to know. We can't even know ourselves, let alone the maker of the universe and the savior of our souls. I am fascinated by this reality, so naturally I started a podcast about it. My hope is that what you hear on this show inspires you to go and have similar conversations in your own life with people that you love and to spend more time with Jesus, who loves you the most. Our guest on this episode is Abby Connolly. She works for Ramsey Solutions and also has her own graphic design business. This girl is so cool. Just honestly, one of my biggest inspirations. I love her so much. Um, We talk a lot about in this episode of what vision looks like, which probably isn't what you're thinking and how we can be obedient in that and what listening looks like and seeing looks like how to pray for miracles and opportunities in our lives, Um, seeing the ways that God shows up, seeing the ways that God schemes, as Abby says, um, with all with a patience and humility and surrender, um, that it's all his. It's all his at the end of the day. I'm so excited for y'all to listen to this episode. Let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of It's Too Wonderful. We have Miss Abby Connolly on the podcast hey today. Guys. <laughs> I am so excited to be here. And honestly, excited might be an understatement. Mm, so true. We haven't seen each other in like, gosh, how long has it been? Yeah, like a year and a half, maybe? Maybe a year. A year, yeah. It's a reunion in addition to a podcast. Which is, which is crazy because I think my podcast is... And I told you guys about this, but season two is like beginning to shift a little bit. Season one was very much like I talk to people who I know who are in my life. So like the topics are just things that we've talked about. Right. Whereas this season I'm having a few more people on. Like I had someone on who I'd literally like never spoken to before. And we like just had an incredible conversation and And now I'm having you, which is like in the middle of like, obviously we, and I'll tell you all about like our relationship, but we were super close and now we're in different seasons and I don't know what you went up to. It's a live update. Yeah, no, literally (laughs) guys, it's a live, live update. So (laughs) you're, you're just a part of it. You're a part of our little coffee date. I love that. Taking them along. Taking them along. Yeah. Abby and I met, um, through theta greek yes. sig- which is funny because the last episode you listened to was with my little in theta so we're just in a little theta season <laughs> right now but we worked on and that's funny because my little is the one that slid up on your instagram and was like have abby on yes so that's full circle Wait. too she's ali is your little yeah. i did not know that yeah. oh my oh gosh, gosh. <laughs> she brings so much Guys, joy to my life look at that um but yeah we worked on a um greek sing production together yeah. and abby saved she was oh, my girl. like you were also my savior in that because <laughs> we were creative leads together yes. and we we went on a whole journey of like ideas and all the things mm-hmm. and i think that and it was post-covid so it was a whole was ordeal it hadn't weird. been done in a while <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was really cool because i walked away from that Yes, it was a successful Greek sing, but more importantly, with a friend that I knew, like, had walked mm. through that season and, like, mm. creatively, we led together, but also we became friends. And yeah. I had no idea who you were before. And yeah. that was really cool. Literally, that's the dream. Yeah. Is to, like, do what you love and walk away, not with, like, a product, but a relationship. Exactly. Yes. And that is so important because when we start to prioritize products above relationships, mm-hmm. Ooh, that's no bueno. <laughs> no bueno. Oh my gosh. I should do a whole pod. You know, maybe we'll touch on that today. But yeah, that honestly. is very like top of mind right now. I went to this event yesterday that talked. This guy was talking about happiness. Mm, yeah. And like essentially the crux of it was that like happiness is found in prioritizing people and relationships. Yeah. And that makes it really hard as a young 20 something when everything is telling you to prioritize mm-hmm your job, your career, all right. these things. Right. Yeah. Because 
he was like, there's a reason why older people are actually happier because they've yeah. learned how to prioritize. That's crazy. The, and that's <laughs> the real thing. Yeah. Like, they prioritize the right thing. And that comes from life experience, I think, for sure. Yeah. So true. Okay. Well, <laughs> we're already getting into <laughs> it, guys. <laughs> I need to turn. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to. So I usually. I've been I've been toying with my intro question okay. right. because I usually ask with what's something that you're looking forward to today. But I think I kind of I want to modify it a little bit. Yeah. I, I've just been really like convicted about living in the boundaries of today. Like I think we're yes. created to like yes. live in the box of today. I love that. Um so yeah, just like going off of that, what's something either you're looking forward to or just like a way you've already seen god move maybe you're going about your day and you're like oh that was thanks god you know for sure i um i love the concept of what's something today because Mm, me and my friend at work recently probably a couple months back actually had a conversation about daily bread and Mm. what is your daily bread because so often we get so consumed and our minds are full of okay what what am i gonna accomplish down the road and what's the daily bread what has god placed on your table and it's so funny because we had that conversation then i went over to someone's house and they had a little like sign on their wall as god does he shows up in Mm. the the little intricate (laughs) thing and it was like give us this day our daily bread and i was like wow how powerful that that is like what he he gives us enough for the day and that is our strength um but anyways back to the question Uh (laughs) um what has been it was uh, now i'm thinking daily bread what was the question but um it was like either something you're looking forward to today or or something or some way you've seen god work in your day Um, or both (laughs) okay let me think I think that through the people I encountered today at work, mm. it was a lot more joyful of a day um, oh, than I expected. Yay! And I had, um, we were working through some events in print design. I'm more of a digital designer, so mm-hmm. I have been working on some print design stuff which always makes me nervous because it's like once you send yeah send it to print you're done you're yeah <laughs> and, and you're like well I hope it looks I hope good it turns out but today um one of the senior designers came over and I was like hey can you look at this like I was working on it while you were away and he was like this is amazing and mm. one of the other leaders was like remember two weeks ago like you were you were just couldn't even think about print design because that was not your strong suit Mm. and how do you feel now about it and I was like wow wow I didn't realize like two weeks could yield so much growth and something that I Mm. was so uncomfortable doing but it was really just getting exposure to it and being like well I'm gonna try it and even if I'm not good at it I'm still trying and I'm still like putting myself out there so it was really cool because I was like wow that was a moment where I realized that was big growth and Mm. um and it was because of the people that I was around that made me realize that. So I'd say that goes back to the relationships thing. <laughs> okay, but yeah, let's let's um, introduce the listener to who 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 is who is Abby. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's so funny. I'm making a presentation right now for work, and I was like, how do I how do I intro myself? Mm. I'm like the classic like daughter, yeah, <laughs> sister, friend. <laughs> I was like, man, it feels a little too stale <laughs> Daughter, for Daughter, comma, sister, comma, friend, period. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, who am I? Well, I also graduated from Belmont. I guess you have yes. yet to graduate. But uh, we had we had multiple, like, pathways at Belmont, whether mm-hmm. it was class together, theta. Um, but I graduated Belmont in 2022. And then I graduated with an experiential design degree. And I just felt really called halfway through my senior year to start my own business. Yes. And that was something God was definitely speaking over me and I was like okay I I just need to step out in strength and courage because I there was a lot of fear after Mm. that idea after it got (laughs) placed that on my heart and I was like hmm okay so how do I go about this but it was something really cool and I'll touch on this later but I was like okay God you put this in my hands I'm gonna work with what you've given me so that first or last semester, I guess, of college was the first season of my business being open. And I was like, God, it's yours. Scheme through it, move through it. That's a, that's the biggest Scheme. thing you need to know <laughs> about Abby Connolly is that my life saying is that God schemes. Yeah, it and is. And I have a whole section of my Instagram called God schemes. And to me, that just means like he shows up in the big ways, but 
also day to day he shows up in the little ways come on yeah and um he stays scheming and i and <laughs> what i love about god is that he has an impeccable sense of humor too and yeah. so he, he schemes and mm. um it's the most beautiful joyful thing but uh, yeah so god schemes is my life saying i'm a designer and not only do i have my own business but i also work a nine to five which i'll also touch on yeah um because that was a whole discernment journey of what am i gonna do with my life as mm-hmm. most of us ask as we walk across that stage at graduation or for most of us it's prior to that but it is a big weight of what is God calling me to do and how can I tangibly carry that out into what people are needing um and hiring for Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah and especially like as design like emerging uh media people like okay I feel like our majors, our majors are so close to get like emerging yes. media and experiential design. Honestly, they do very different things, but like mm-hmm. the big picture exactly. is very similar. Yep. Um, but, and I think like you, we've talked about this of like the nine to five can, is like yes. a big, scary monster. Oh, and yes. like <laughs> any like independent entrepreneurial design oriented brain, it's like the enemy. <laughs> Yes, it's like, I wish you could have seen the facial I just made. Because graduating, I was like, told, like, don't go sit at a cubicle all day. Yeah. Oh my gosh, like, that is just going to steal your Suck joy. the life out of yeah, you. Yeah, and I had this, like, doomed idea of what it was. And it was mm. so unrealistic and so untrue because I... and. Even I was like grasping on to that, like holding that, clenching my fists because I was like, I'm going to scale my own business. I'm going to like move because God's moving through my business. And then when I like laid it all down, I was just like, okay, God, what do you want me to do? I literally made Allie, as I was reflecting on what I was going to talk about today, I made Allie go for a weekend to a cabin with me to discern no yes april (laughs) of my senior year of college i was like okay i need to listen to the lord so we're gonna go out in the wilderness like there were squirrels in that cabin literally and i i brought like my sadie rob book i brought Mm -hmm. my bible i brought Mm -hmm. my worship playlist and i was like okay um i was like god what like what do you want me to do? Like, what is it that you're calling me to, um, that also like this world needs and Mm. is it here? Is it somewhere else? And all of the things. And essentially it came down to me being like, okay, do I want to scale my business or do I want to go find a job? And I was like, I don't know. And I, I kind of had fear with both of them. Um, but then just through opportunities and through interviews at where I work now, it started to become clear. And at first, I mean, talk about white knuckling. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not working here. This is not like what God's calling me to. Cause he called me to scale my business mm. and he's moving in that. Well, he, he is so good. He can be moving in two things at <laughs> once. And so often we forget that. So yeah. often we're like, it's the thing in front of us. It's the thing in front of us. Mm. But like, what mm-hmm. if he's still working in the other thing? Um, and two pots can be on at the same time, you know, like it's not, <laughs> so it's not one or the other. And so, um, in, in that season, I was like, okay, God. And I was like a, a couple weeks post-grad and I had just had an interview with where I work now. And it was, oh my gosh, I was so like upset at myself because I was like, I should feel something like I want to work there, but I don't know. So as I do, hmm. I started crying on my living room floor praying and I was like Holy Spirit I need you to move through this I need you to show up and I know you will but I have no idea and this always happens to me when I have a decision Mm -hmm. I'm like can you please show up and move through this because I I just don't know and um and so it's funny because that night the recruiter emailed me and she's like, hey, girl, um, would you be willing to meet with this other creative director tomorrow? And like they they don't email at like nine o'clock at night, first of all. Second of all, huh. um, I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, for sure. And hopped on the Zoom call and then met my creative director that hired me. And I was like. I've got to work for this guy because he's wow. insane. Yeah, so it's crazy because I was like absolutely not. And um, I guess I should talk. I work at Ramsey on entrepreneur leadership. And yes. what we do is teach other business owners how to lead, run, grow, scale their business. So essentially we are equipping business owners with the tools they need to lead. Mm. And so, so often I'll stand in meetings and I will be in awe. Like 
to this day, I'm not getting you all stand in meetings and be like, God knew what the foundation of what I needed. Like I got a art degree, I got a design degree, but I had somewhat of a clue about business because I started it, but really no clue. I was like, yeah. that's funny. I thought I was going to run my business. Like God <laughs> knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, he was scheming in that for sure. Because yeah. now I get to like see other businesses, how they're run, how to correctly run businesses. And I just truly stand in meetings in awe of, wow, God, you're so faithful that I thought I knew what I wanted, but you knew so much better. And he mm-hmm. just like directed me to the right place wow. at the right time. And that I get to do design on a business unit that teaches business owners how to lead is pretty cool. It's literally just like the perfect combination. It is. Wow. And like, I just, cause I remember we, I don't, I just remember hearing you be like, uh, I don't know if like the nine to five, like, is it going to be okay? And I think we're just like generalize it so much and like, even watching you talk, you have so much passion and like joy for a job that you probably didn't think. No, I didn't think I I was crying on my living room floor, praying praying in the spirit because I was like, I really, God, like, are you sure you're calling? Don't ever question what God is (laughs) because he knows best. But I was, I was in denial of like, okay, what is it that I'm wanting Mm. and what is it that you want God? Because Mm. in the, in that moment, in that season, I was like, I'm going to run and scale my business. And I, my dad was like, just go to the next interview and see Mm. like what they talk about, what they're doing um, at this business unit. And I was like, wow. Like when I met with that creative director that talked about the position Mm. and talked about what they do, um, like truly there's a sign which I love outside our work and it says somebody's life is going to change because you came to work today and that's powerful because on the other side of what we're outputting um on entree and uh and Ramsey in general is life change like we Mm. we are a people first company and that means that we want them to benefit and them to ultimately like come to see the light of God Mm. um in whatever capacity that looks like if that's financial freedom first great if that's um turning your small business revenue or like Mm. 10xing your revenue from when you started your company whatever that is it's really powerful because it is life change that we're looking for um Mm. we're not looking for numbers or just metrics yeah and that goes back to relationships like yeah. truly the relationship is so important yeah so, uh, that's yeah. so good and even too when you were saying like no I was like crying on my floor it just <laughs> yeah. like made me think if if God always wants what you want yeah maybe examine the way you're listening oh girl because I just it's not like yeah it's it it's sometimes it's just hard sometimes we won't want to do it exactly (laughs) and you yeah and the hardest part is the obedience of stepping away from what you think you want versus what he wants and that's always somewhat I mean pretty difficult (laughs) yeah to say it's like oof Mm. I thought that was it Mm. and this goes in I want to touch on vision for a little bit but um vision is something I've been learning this year Mm -hmm. and it's so funny because we think we have this really great vision of what life needs to be and what our life needs to be and so often in that and through this past year through discerning what I wanted to do um post-grad through career stuff life stuff it's like he I was sitting in a meeting the other day and I wrote this down sometimes God um strips everything away of what we think Mm -hmm. we want Mm. to give us a radically new vision yeah because so often he um has this vision that we can't even see Mm -hmm. because it's it's powerful um but in latin viz means to see and Ooh, another okay. yeah uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. i'm going to, to the latin uh-huh. root. but i wrote i wrote something down in it and it says like i i think that what i learned this year is that there's no vision without first listening to what god is saying you must first hear in order to see and that goes back to mm. obedience because mm. we can easily have this great grand vision for our life but have we listened to what God's calling us to is that really what 
and it mm. will always be so much better the vision that god has than our worldly vision because yeah. ours is of the flesh yeah and yeah. it's totally. so funny because without that obedience of stepping away from an opportunity that we think is good um like if we don't we won't ever see the great opportunity mm. um so yeah and then another thing with vision is i've been reading visioneering and it talks about nehemiah in the bible Ooh. yeah powerful <laughs> because okay. i um just love his character of he easily could have prayed he was talking it was talking about like rebuilding the walls of jerusalem and he could have easily been like all right let's pray for a miracle everybody like get it together and he trusted in god and he prayed he did but he shows us that so often when we pray for miracles, we should be praying for opportunities because we can mm. impact that. So he not only prayed, he prepared, he planned, he had to get to the king to talk about like what, how he was going to help rebuild the walls. And um, he could have easily just been like, all right, God, have the king come to me. But he was getting his contacts he was like hitting people up he's like how can i talk to the king but he was praying for that opportunity and that right mm. opportunity so that when it came he was ready yeah. he had prayed about mm. it he had discerned yeah. it he had planned it mm. and so god's provision was over that encounter and he didn't just expect the king to show up one day yeah. and it is so good and powerful i'm not saying don't pray for miracles <laughs> not at all like that those are, it's really powerful to pray for miracles but i'm saying in the day to day sometimes it's also incredible to show up expectant for opportunity mm, yeah that's good and that also i mean while you were saying that i'm like that takes patience too oh so much patience because his timing is not yeah always <laughs> baffles me yes yeah. it is so funny that's um a word that uh me and addie smith we do a bible study together Aww. and that is a word that kept coming up last year and everything mm. i thought something was going to look a certain way or a relationship was going to look a certain way or my job, my career. And yeah. it took so much patience. And she was like, what if you, cause I remember we were like choosing fruits of the spirit. And she's like, I feel like patience would be something good for you right now. Like for this week. And hmm. I was like, okay. Cause we yeah. had talked about something, I guess, where she was like, yeah, like pray over that situation, but have patience with it. And then I took that word the rest of the year because homegirl I needed it <laughs> I was like I was like okay Addie it's funny that you think I need it for a week because I need it for like my lifetime yeah, because so often do. we forget that the season we're in we're meant to be in and it would hmm. be so um like self-conceited of us to think oh let me just look to the next season and it's so easy to do but like we are placed here for a reason and a purpose in this very moment mm. and so not being patient which takes a lot it takes so much to be patient yeah. especially in seasons where you're seeing everybody else progressing um I remember graduating and it was like oh everybody has a job cool 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 hmm. um what am I doing with my life or everybody's getting engaged or yeah. everybody is like having kids whatever yeah. season you're in like mm. there's something that somebody else has and mm you don't want to rush what God has for you because it's always so much better. He writes the story so much more beautiful than we ever could. Yeah. And just letting go and opening my hands and surrendering has mm -hmm. been something that's helped mm -hmm. in the, in the patience for sure. Yeah. And I think I'm see like vision and expectation and mm -hmm. patience mm -hmm. and obedience and opportunity. Like they're all intertwined, totally. especially when it comes to vision. It's like, and I, I see it from your perspective of like, it's so um, like entrepreneurial oriented, you know, and yeah. like seeing, seeing yep. the ways that like God can work in your life, but it yeah. takes like, Oh, I guess mm, I have a question about that. Cause yeah. I've been wrestling with this yeah. of like this whole thing of like vivid vision and like mm -hmm. having like listening to, yeah like listening to what the lord wants for you mm -hmm. where and in, in my mind i'm like i feel like i'm grasping for control yeah, and like totally like it feels scary to like dream with god or yeah. to like be like oh I, like let's do this or i want to do this because i'm right. like what if that doesn't happen and how do i like hold things but like also right. let them change yes yes 
that is really that is <laughs> that is a great question because it is so easy to like hold on and yeah dream with god is something we like throw out but like yeah. how can we really do that day to day right um that's that's a great question i have seen it like just god show up in that in the word vision but then mm. in the tangible day-to-day stuff um in the small things so i'll like pray over something yeah. and all my friends know they're like you have the most childlike faith because i'm like looking for signs wow and that's I'm, so like, good. I'm like the girl ah. that like because um uh, some people will be like you're crazy and i've had people say like oh you're you're looking and or like oh you love signs mm. and i'm like no like god has actually showed up in ways he has presented himself mm. in signs and then yeah like, it, it with even if it's a year later even if it's three years later i've seen um things that have come to fruition from mm. the signs he's shown and so um maybe just pray for like to see signs of his wonder or over a certain situation and it's not ever like he's going to be like yes go do this go serve on a mission field mm. like it's never it's never yes or no unless mm. you audibly hear god which yeah. i salute to you <laughs> whoever out there <laughs> has that ability and power you are next level <laughs> um but i think just getting in the word day to day but Mm. praying like that has been the game changer for me of Mm. like having prayer over everything like driving here I was praying like God show up in this yeah and then you just said the most magnificent prayer right before of like (laughs) just peace be over you because like that's what I needed to hear and Mm. it was like that little thing that you know I had asked for and God showed up in and for a lot of for a lot of things and a lot of signs for me, it's people. So people mm. will like say certain things or, um, just words too are a big thing for me. Um, and I could go into stories of how things have happened and showed up in my life and yeah. different ways. People and prayer has been powerful. Um, but I think that remembering we can release our white knuckle mentality and open our hands because God will put, better fruit than we expect in our hands when we surrender what we thought was our fruit to bear because it's his it's his (laughs) it is truly his yeah and so we we will ruin it if we white knuckle something that is the fruit of his hands you know yeah and i think Mm. that we we so easily want it to be ours. Mm. We want it to be ours because we want to claim it. And we are people that like to, yeah, like I, I even get into the rhythm of like, Oh, I did this, like check it out with my work, Mm. with my creativity with, but God was the first creator. God was the first maker. God was, if you're a nurse, he was the first caretaker. Um, so it's honestly a reflection of him and his beauty and his actions and being able to, showcase like god move through me Mm. it's not something of my own doing like christ be magnified Mm. because i can show up and record a podcast but also i would not do as well a job if you weren't magnified through Mm. what i'm saying and what i'm doing yeah um and it wouldn't give as much life and light to the world if it wasn't for his glory yeah um and it's hard in today's day and age where there are so many podcasts and so much, <laughs> so much out there. <laughs> that is <laughs> too much, too much out there. Yeah. That is not uh. reflecting him and who he is and his character and his nature mm. and the people walking um, alongside of him. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm reading this book right now. It just, that just reminded me of this. And it, it says you are the girl for the job. Like mm. it doesn't matter who you are like you are the girl for the job if you had the desire on your heart to start the podcast and you did it and you're listening to that and in this day and age we need more of that like Mm. you can't convince yourself otherwise because god has Mm. called you to it and we gotta like get up and start moving and um i think this reminds me of another thing um (laughs) exodus 14 14 it's like you can like rest because god is your strength Mm. and i was talking to my friend about this last week but we so often neglect to read Exodus fourteen fifteen mm. right after, and mm-hmm. it says, "and get up and like move." And so, God, so often we're like so consumed by like he is, and he is our strength, and we can rest because he is near. But then in Exodus fourteen fifteen, he's like, "and move, like get up, let's go." And so it's like take that action, like, and it goes back to like seizing that opportunity, um, 
And so it's just so cool how like you were the girl for the job. Like Mm. he calls us to action. He doesn't say just rest and chill. Like your dreams will come true. girl. (laughs) Like he's like, it's easy girl. I'll just grant you a miracle tomorrow and you'll be like, a design queen like that's yeah. a, it's like no like you you have a lot of foundational learning to do yeah. and it's not going to be an overnight thing where you see results next day yeah it's it's going to take a lot of like hard work and dedication yeah. and trial and error and um but don't yeah like get up and try like don't let that hinder you from mm. trying and getting out there because that's how you get better so yeah yeah it's like holding the holding the rest and then holding the like discipline and yes, obedience totally um yeah. and walking in that every day and when you were talking about like open hands that's that has been mm. like this open hands thing has been yeah. such just like i keep it's just been a really big theme in this yeah, season and i was reading cool. i have this c.s lewis devotional i was reading it I this morning that. and um it was an excerpt from his book the problem of pain mm. and he was talking about how when we when the lord like puts like good gifts in our hands mm-hmm. we like you said we have this tendency to grip them mm-hmm. and cling on to them but it's like we have to hold it with open hands because they're always like so easily we can become so consumed with ourselves right. whereas like we don't leave any room in our hands for Mm -hmm. God to put something there. And it's like, what does it look like to have everything with open hands so that God is like taking things out and putting things in and letting things fall through. And the whole time you're just standing there with open hands, staring up at God and saying like, your will be done. Yeah. You know, that's such beautiful imagery. Yeah. And as you were saying that it, it hit me like we can't receive if our, knuckles are closed yeah like that is something like we just can't take any so why aren't we being mm. prepared and opening our hands in, mm. in that posture because that's a totally different posture and body yeah. language than closed fists yeah um so opening up to that and that surrender that happens when we do open our hands is so beautiful and yeah, yeah like you you can white knuckle but then things are confined and mm. they're constrained and mm-hmm. it's stressed and not peaceful mm. And then when you open your hands, it's the total opposite. It's at peace. You yeah. have released and you're just, you are surrendering and waiting. Yeah. And it's, it's a beautiful gesture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that really touches exactly what we were talking about uh. with the open hands posture. Yeah. said in the beginning of how sometimes like the Lord needs to strip everything away to like rewrite the vision or something like that. Can you talk a little bit about like how specifically he did that in your life with like the act, the car accident? Yes, the car accident, (laughs) all the things, girl. (laughs) I would love to. Yeah. So, um, basically going into this year, every year I am that girl. I own it. I'm mm. the girl who's like, all right, what is my word for the year? Yes, like, I'm a word up. too. <laughs> yeah, you already know I'm that yeah. girl. And I was like, okay, um, vision, because I had strength and I had uh, courage and that was like through the season of starting my business and getting it going. And I was like, what are you speaking over my life, God? And I just, I guess vision showed up and I was like, all right. And I was so expectant in the word vision in the wrong ways. I will admit Mm. I was going into the year and I was really just like so expectant in my business, to be honest. And it was like the worldly, like, all right, we're going to like get this much revenue. Like I remember sitting down at a goals lunch at work and they were like, Abby, what's your goal? And I was like, I'm going to try to get like this many thousands of dollars by this date, which is like end of year. And I look back at that now and I laugh because I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, God, you were scheming. Um, And then like relationally, I was like, oh, this is what this relationship's going to look like. This is just yeah, I had all these expectations Mm. and I had a vision and I was like, Hmm. yeah. And then um, in at work, I was I was very like excited because my uh, like my boss was somebody that I saw as a mentor and really a friend. Um, And so I was just 
over the moon. Like, this is going to be a great year. I can lean into vision. Like you're working through the person that's teaching me at work. I'm at nine to five. You're working through my business. I'm getting more clients than ever. Relationally, I am learning things and I'm becoming friends with more people. And I was just like, wow, like you are really showing up. And I just remember, uh, I almost said God, not God, (laughs) my boss at the time. (laughs) (laughs) he speaks he speaks the life into into my day-to-day and so that that is why but he he looked at me and he said abby if you don't rest all this is going to come crashing down because you were saying all that and i was like how does she do it all (laughs) like i'm like the nine to five and the business and the relationships it's crazy honestly that's a great question (laughs) but i was i was truly like just going for it and I was running and sprinting and he was like you need to rest you know God tells us to rest and I was like oh yeah yeah he does Mm -hmm. yeah you're right Brad whatever and then um I within a week or two he said like if you don't rest it's all gonna come crashing down and I know he didn't mean it this way but I ended up on 65 in a car accident somebody hit me from behind and it wasn't something that was like oh just a little fender bender and thank goodness it wasn't something that was like everybody was okay for the most part I had um in the days to come realized I was severely concussed like getting sick um migraines the whole the whole thing and it was just crazy because I I had never been like in a car accident before um no less like I was by myself it was cold and I was just like oh my gosh like what am I doing so anyways I was I was very shook by that whole experience. Um, And the concussion feeling was crazy. I, if somebody told me what a concussion was, I would have been like, yeah, sure. But experiencing the symptoms, I mean, for a week, I was seriously like not myself. I was just so down and out, like laying in bed. Um, I was getting sick, like I said, and it was like a really dark and desolate place. Like it was the wilderness. I will say that. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, to the point where my mom was like, are you okay? Should I come visit? I was like, girl, I don't know. Like I am because I, I would try to design stuff and I couldn't even look at my screen. And that was like what I love to do. And that was like, I had clients and I didn't have anybody but myself at the time, like that could help me with the design work. Um, so I was definitely just in the desolate place. And that is really when I started leaning into vision because it's so easy to be like, yeah. And then after the car accident, I realized that like vision changes everything and I saw rainbows and it was amazing. But no, that was like the beginning of the wilderness. And that's when I started mm-hmm. to like really be like, what is this God? And like mm-hmm. I shared at the beginning, like vision literally means to see. And so I before I could see, I had to start listening to what God was calling me to. And that was beautiful because I was like, oh, shoot. Uh, not that like I had it all wrong, but I was like, it takes obedience to like take a step back and be like, God, what are you doing? Because it wasn't like a week later I was fine. It was like months of discerning and being in a place where I was like, okay, God, my hands are open, but I don't feel like I want them to be open. Mm, <laughs> and yeah, that's hard. That's hard. That is so hard. Um, but just through um being able to like dive into the word again and through everything that I had said I was like so expectant in um he showed up in a different way like relationally um whether it was like business uh clients that I thought I would never work with whatever it was he showed up in a different way and it was it was better and I couldn't see that and I still think I'm trying to see that um because the year's not over but I um I just like in the past couple, like two to three months have been like really leaning into like, what is vision? And, um, yeah. So in addition to the car accident, I forgot to share that right. Um, in the month after that, the leader that I loved, he, he left. And so he, yeah, oh. he left and was no oh, longer wow. my leader. So oh my I gosh. Was, that was already like that. so upsetting. Yeah. And then a couple months later, the creative director that hired me, he also left. Oh. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like I was so expectant in this. Yeah. And anyways, so this is just one example. I was like, Oh, that is terrible. And I am so sad. And it, it's been an emotional year, like for sure. Like, uh, people 
in my life that like relationally, like these people left and Mm. they're moving on to opportunities that are incredible and amazing for them. But it's still like, I have to like mourn working with them every day. Like that's a relationally something hard. And so anyways, I, um, I was like, okay, God, like I really thought this was going to look a certain way. And then, um, when was it a couple months ago, I got a new leader Mm. and he was, Uh, like when I first started, he was a peer and now he's a senior designer, but he has spoken so much life into me as a leader. Um, and it's funny because I, I know it's a great, uh, like leader that I have when I can talk about things in in the spiritual with him. Mm. So I was like, here's what I'm thinking. Like I have, um, I have this word of the year. I talked about it with like my past leaders and he was like, Abby. And I was like, yes. And he's like, I have something to say on vision and he's like more introverted. Like he, he, Ooh, but everything he says okay. is like profound. Oh, like, wait, love. let me, yeah. <laughs> let me write that down really quick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he just takes a expo marker. Like we're in our one-on-one meeting uh-huh. and he draws like a loop-de-loop. Just imagine like a loop-de-loop of a line of an expo marker, blue expo marker going all across the board. Uh-huh. And then he gets to the end of the board and just like all the way, like the expo marker goes off the board uh-huh. and he goes, you keep saying like you're leaning into vision in this season and you are expectant in vision and all this stuff. And really this is when things shifted. Mm. He takes the expo marker, a different color and creates like a little box at the very beginning of that entire line. That's been the entire um, board. Mm. And I was like, okay, like what are you about to like throw at me? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this, and he, he's like, so this line, this line is vision. Mm. And he goes, this box that I drew that outlines like, maybe a centimeter of that entire line Mm. that is your life here on earth Mm. and this entire line is vision and vision spans eternity and right now you're looking at your vision from what can i do in my business in Mm. my day-to-day in my world yeah and vision is eternity and that's the that's the powerful thing i was like oh my gosh and he goes and you keep saying like it's your word for the year but like what if it's what if it's a season and what if that season's a lifetime and life is, it's not by year. It's not by, you know, numbers it's by seasons and Hmm. life is a symphony of seasons and some symphonies play well together and some don't. And so he's like, maybe if this season goes longer than a year, you should, you know, lean into that too. Mm. And it was so beautiful. Cause now that is when I think of vision, that, that is one of the images that comes to mind mm. because vision is eternity. It's not, Oh, what am I going to do in my business yeah. this year? What am I going to do in my classes in whatever the expectations are of this world? Mm. Um, it's so much bigger than that. Yeah. And it's really like a tiny fragment of yeah. time we have on earth to prepare for that future vision of eternity. Wow. And it's so, it's so humbling too. Oh yeah. You know, it just like knocks you down and yeah. you're like, Oh, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm this little, just a little girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah. like, Oh wow. That's so good. I was, when you were talking about like expectations too, Yeah, I, I was just thinking like the difference. Cause you were saying like, Oh, like, I expect God to move in my day like that expectation versus like my own expectations for how I think. Yeah. So such and such should go. Right. And it's just like, I think the difference there is like thinking that we deserve something, (laughs) you know, like, or thinking that like, Oh, I, I expect, my expectations are this and like if if they're not yeah. fulfilled then like I won't be happy. Right. Versus like no, I I fully expect like God to move. It may not be in the way I think. It yeah. probably will won't well, yeah. be in the way I think. Exactly. But like what is like how does holding that Right. What I think what I thought of when you were saying that is the difference between um desire and what we deserve Mm. so desire Mm. is like we are chasing after the heart of god and we desire that and he'll show up because we are desiring that and then deserving is like our like you expecting things that are like of this world and unrealistic like god show up and get me like this brand new like whatever Mm. and we aren't entitled to that. Like we have to work and like desire that relationship with God. Mm. It's not something that we are just going to 
one day have this incredible relationship because we deserve it. Like it's something that we have to desire and want and work towards. Mm, So out of like a place of love, that's a really good point that you brought up. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Wow. So many things. Yeah. So many things. Vision and obedience and opportunities and all the things, but ah, it's actually, it's time for our, our kicker question, which is just crazy. This has been like, Oh, so good. Um, yeah. What's something that's too wonderful for you to know? Ooh, do you want me to good. give you a little more context? Yeah, maybe a little okay. more context. But um, ooh, I just bonked my tooth <laughs> on the microphone. I get too close sometimes, guys. You're just excited. It's I'm okay. just, I just get excited. Um, so yeah, the the podcast. I was really inspired by Psalm 139 of like, essentially like the Lord knows us better than we do. Mm, yeah, that's and good. like I just, oh, it's so comforting to me. And I think, I think too, I I know my personality type lends itself to like wanting to figure everything out and understand everything. And like, you know, like the Holy Spirit gives us this wisdom and like, Mm -hmm. um, the Lord has like revealed the hidden knowledge to us and all of Mm -hmm. these things. But also there are things we're so finite and small and there are things about the Lord that we will never understand. And like, I think it is amazing to sit in those things because Mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful reminder of like the childlike faith that we need. Um, so I like to ask my guests what's something that's too wonderful for them. Oh, that is so good. Okay. So, um, the one thing that I kept going back to, Mm -hmm. um, as you were asking this, and this is totally a childlike faith answer and response to it. I love it. Um, but it's the sky. Like for me, it's the sky (laughs) because I think that, especially as a designer, (laughs) um, I think that God uses that as his palette. And it's so cool because it's not only a reminder of like how infinite and wonderful, wonderful he is. It's like he shows up in a different way every morning. Like his mercies renew every morning. Yeah. And so does Come his on. design choices <laughs> like in the sky. I'm, I'm not kidding you. I look like on the way to work, it blows my mind. And the other day I was like, wow, like mm. I thought it was beautiful yesterday. It is done in this morning. Like it's something that I can look up and whether it's the stars, the sky or like a rainbow, it's something that's really grounding for me mm. because it reminds me again how small I am. But then also that um, that we have such a faithful and loving God that he, you know, orchestrated all of that, a, a sky every morning, stars out mm. in the galaxy. And he... I mean, it goes back to how intricately he like created us in our mother's womb. And I think that my answer of the sky goes back to, um, to the first question of like, what's the daily bread? What's something Mm. in your day that you get joyful about? And for me, it's like the sky is something that whether it's at the beach, whether it's on my way to work, going down Mm. the highway, it's something that I can look up and remember. He is so good. He is so faithful. And that is, that is my response to like, what's, what's too good. I love that. Oh, so much. I literally was talking about this a no couple of weeks ago. I was sitting under, I was sitting like, um, I was sitting outside the Fisher center with oh, some friends. Stunning. We were just sitting at a little table. Oh, we were just kind of like soaking in the sunshine. And I was like looking up at the sky and it was just like the most perfect blue. And they were like, we we're sitting under a tree. So like the green leaves are kind of just filtering through. And I was like, yeah, guys, he created the sky to be blue. And like <laughs> that color is calming. Yeah. And like green, that color is soothing. Truly. <laughs> no, truly. It is like, it's so funny because I wrote something down in my notes that was similar. It was like, um, like we can create with our own ca- canvases, but it's a reflection of 
God, the original creator. And he mm-hmm. uses the sky as his. And it's funny because I was um, do, I was running an errand or something and had to come by Belmont. And I took a picture of the sky. I was going to dinner with a friend. Okay. So I took a picture of the sky on my way to dinner and the sun setting. And it's just my favorite thing, especially at Belmont. It just it's so feels like beautiful. home. It is yeah. just the best ever. <laughs> and then on my way back, it was fading. It was like darker sky. Mm. And it reminded me like he not only creates something new like every day but Mm. like in a matter of like an hour or two I went back and it was a completely different palette and it's it reminds me like life is made of layers and it can sometimes be messy but it is a masterpiece and we get so caught up in not seeing like the the full masterpiece and Mm. the vision that um that we so Mm. often like forget like he is our painter he is our author he's our creator and he wow. created first, so we know that it's all it's all good. Dang. Oh, it's so good. Thank you, Abby, so much Thank for, for like having me. sharing all your wisdom. Oh and like I'm just so inspired by you. That is so kind because <laughs> you know, I feel the same and I think it's so cool um that we actually I'm remembering this, met not only in Theta, but also in a class where it was all mm. about creative vision. <laughs> Like that is how God's literally called creative visionary. That that is how God schemes. It was creative visionaries. And I, I'm not kidding you. I was like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) As we were sitting here, I was like, wait, creative vision class. That is crazy. And here I am like have, have this message of vision and you asked me to be on. And I was like, of course. And that's how God schemes in a full circle moment. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. That's insane. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, whoever's listening right now, I'm thank you for listening and just being a part of this conversation. Um, go check out Abby's Instagram page and oh. her little business. She's yeah. really cool. You need any design work. Yeah, hit her up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just remember that Jesus loves you so much more than you know. The sky is like the fact that he gives us something to look out purely for our enjoyment mm-hmm. and like to remind us of his goodness is like evidence of that. Yeah. Um, and also I always say there's no such thing as coincidences. I love that. Which is, goes in line with the God scheme. Oh yeah. I, I also love that saying and there's no shock because it's totally in line with God's schemes. So, so true. So good. All right, y'all. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of It's Too Wonderful. I hope you enjoyed it and that this inspires you to go have similar conversations with your friends, your family, the people you love, and most importantly, with Jesus. Remember to go leave a rating and review. I really need those to get this podcast out and about. Go give us a follow on Instagram at It's Too Wonderful Pod.